This is the Cowboy America Brutal Truth Podcast. Broadcast, actually, this destroyer reminds me. A couple of things right off the bat. The destroyer has an air fryer, and it's a good time to remind you that you cannot make a better investment than to get an air fryer. And what I think is happening there with the fat is that all the good stuff is in the fat. And when your body is hungry, right, it, it, it just doesn't feel safe. And so that's why you got to eat till full, eat till full. But our experience is if you have the lean cuts, you, you're going to, it's just like you're, you're, you're going to get sick of it before you can eat till full. And it's the same thing with fish. So Bay and I, one time we had just salmon for a meal while we were on a retreat. We had a lot of it, but wow, was Bay upset. Like, it just didn't work. And I was the same way. I'm like, man, I'm like, kind of like pissed off right now because I just had this salmon. So anytime you have fish, you just have to have it with the ribeye as an accoutrement. So just a little housekeeping on the carnivore way of eating. We feel amazing. We've really bounced back. Uh, today was our, our best day of the week. We had a, like a rough night of the soul for, for almost a week, six days of it being just pretty rough in, in not, not proper animal land anymore, but in cowboy America land. Um, we spoke about it in the previous couple of podcasts. What, what, what got us through um, was our faith. First and foremost was our faith. And we realized that things will, things will get better. It's a twofold kind of thing. That, that we knew that there was a plan for us and it was good, even though we didn't feel it so much in those moments and we were down on the floor on our knees. But we knew there was a glimmer. We had faith the size of a mustard seed, and so we just were able to just ask for strength and then get it. Ask for strength and then get it. And I think that's a good, good way. It's a good thing to do. It's just like instead of asking for things to be any differently, just ask for strength to endure whatever it is you've got to go through and endure. And it worked. It, it worked. It wasn't easy. It was brutal. That's the brutal truth. We were broken. Um, that's what we asked for. We asked to be broken from dangerous prayers. We talked about that in the previous couple of podcasts. Break me. So we've been broken. We've been searched. And the second part of the prayer is search me and then send me. And we feel like, okay, we woke up this morning and we're like, okay, we're being sent to, to be on a mission. And that mission is very clear of what it is right now. And that's telling you the truth about this present situation and being light, hopefully, and salt of the earth to help people as they wake up during this moment in time, which is biblical and historic and beautiful and wonderful and the hardest time of most of our lives, you know, outside of the, the real events like people dying, like uh, relationships ending, like, you know, big stressful businesses failing, all kinds of, you know, things that are actually, you know, that we are directly responsible for, even though, you know, th th that we're, you know, we're responsible for our response always. And it, it, whether it's a relationship ending or a, a business failing, like that's on us. It's not, it's not someone else's fault. It's not the market's fault. It's not the other person's fault. It's like, you know, that we're, you're, you, we co-created that experience with the market, with the other person, but it's on us.
But this, this event feels like it's so out of our control, right? This martial law, this unconstitutional, unjust, evil uh, martial law, especially for my, for my folks back in California, it's just, it's, it feels like there's nothing you can do, but you can, you can do, you can do. Now, if you are blessed and graced like we are, you can, you can go for a trip. If, if you don't do that, you don't have to comply with all these things. So if I was in California right now, the story said it was super intense today with the new mask things, I would not wear a mask. I would not wear a mask and I would, if, if somebody stopped me or if a, if a police officer stopped me, I'd say arrest me. I'd just say, just say arrest me because they can't. Because it's, it's unconstitutional un, and unenforceable. They don't want to. They're not going to bother you. And if they do, I don't mind wearing one to go into a, into a private place who, who, have, who have established that they want people to wear them in their private place, like uh, the place of business. But I would not wear one outside. It, that is just pure evil. And I would not play into that narrative. I would, not, I would not submit to that. And if you were to even get to the point where you're fined or arrested, the countersuit on that and what we're thinking of doing is partnering up with a, a lawyer to start opening up places and, and just to see if we could get arrested. And then if we did get arrested, because if you did, that's a violation of your constitutional rights. You can sue for millions of dollars, millions. And that's what the, the, that's why it's a, one of the, one of the, 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 the many reasons why besides it being morally correct that the, the, the governor of Texas and the lieutenant governor of Texas did whatever they possibly could to, to overturn that evil judge's order from the da- Dallas's uh, salon keeper who kept her business open in a very principled way because they also knew that if she decided to sue them, she would have cleaned out the entire state because uh, a violation of your constitutional rights is, is like the most incredible injustice that can, that can happen in, from a civil, in a civil matter. And so, th- like, do it. Like, just, just don't comply with the bullshit there, right? Because there's ways to represent in a, in a strong way because, like I said today, like, your grandkids will ask you, how did you conduct yourself during this time period? And you don't want to tell them that you were a sheep. You don't want to tell them that you like went along with stuff. You want to tell them that you, that you knew, if you listen to this podcast, you know, that you knew that something wasn't right and that you did what you could to help other people see the light and wake up, right? Because the, the truth of the matter is, and the first way you do that is you acknowledge, you have to acknowledge that not everyone's going to make it. You're not going to save everyone. But that's the, in once you, once you understand that you're not going to save everyone, then you can actually save the most amount of people. And by save, I just mean help them, help them in their awakening, help them understand what's actually going on here. And if, you, if you're new to the podcast, we've been describing that for the last two months nonstop. And we've been... 90% accurate about everything we've said. We probably didn't go far enough. We're still not going far enough. We're learning every day. We are working now more than we've ever worked before because we are on our mission. We've been sent. And one of the things that I've always known is that when you're not feeling very well, like if you're going through a difficult time, the best thing you can do is to try to help somebody else because it'll just take the attention off of you and it'll be such a relief. And then by doing that, even though you're like, doing it maybe at 50% or at 10% or 20%, it will still 
help you. It will help you get up off the ground if you have to go to work. And so we've spent the last, we have, we're having longer days than we've ever had. And what we're doing is twofold. We're learning. We're learning about this you know, we're, we're getting deep, deep, deep into the, the world of Q, which we, we didn't really know much about until this thing started. But the events themselves, the, the, the what has happened in the past, not just three years, but the, the past two months has proven to us that he is real, that this is a real military operation. It's, a, uh, it's, it's one of the most brilliant military operations of all time. Everything is on schedule. Everything is on plan. And we've been just getting very up to speed and plugging ourselves into that community. So that's taken, that takes a lot. That takes a lot of our time. But it was worth it because now we have a full understanding of what's happening where most people are still at the point where they're like, if they're just waking up, they're like, something's not right about this. And, 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 and that's the person that we're very eager to talk to. That's the person that we can help right away and say, hey, look, this is what's been going on. And I'll just give you the synopsis right now because maybe you don't know. Um, the deep state, these very evil, evil people, have been running this country for at least 50-something years, probably longer than that, but they've really got a, an undue amount of influence a very long time ago. And it's everywhere. It's Republican. It's Democrat. It's like these career politicians. For one, it's the entire mainstream media apparatus. Everything that comes out of the mainstream media is propaganda. It's all lies. And... It's to keep the power structures entrenched. So every president, the past, like the, all the presidents since Reagan, right, were deep state presidents up until Donald Trump. And throughout this whole time, there, there have been good actors at the top. There have been many. It's not, it's not everyone. It's a lot. It is, it is very deeply entrenched and it is massive. And so the unwinding of it is going to take a while, but it's happening and it's happening at, at very, at warp speed. It, it, it might not seem like it, but over the past three years, all kinds of stuff has happened. And we've gotten into some of that in, in our previous podcast for this, this is just a synopsis of what's happening. John F. Kennedy was trying to dismantle this. This has been going on for a long time. Execute, killed, right? Killed by probably the CIA, probably Bush Sr. I mean, this is like common knowledge now. And that whole idea that the CIA took him out was... Uh, that's where the CIA came up with the term conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorist to discount the truth. So very deeply in the CIA, very deep in the FBI, but there were elements in the U.S. military that knew the truth and that were fighting against it. Ronald Reagan was another one who, who, who um, was trying to dismantle it. And he also was shot. He was not killed, but that kind of, since when he got shot, that kind of neutralized him and did the job. Uh, 9-11, of course, was, look, I, I've, I've not looked at that one for a while. I've, I've, I've tried not to because it was super close to my heart with just people I knew and it just very traumatic point in my, in my life. I was in those towers um, not, not, very, not very long before that event. In fact, I remember I would call on the, the, um, the trade towers or, you know, back, back then. There were two of them. And uh, it was 
the building because I would cold call. I would go in there. I, I did. I, I did an. I was running errands for Merrill Lynch. I wasn't working for Merrill Lynch. I was working for a vendor of Merrill Lynch. So I would run errands for that vendor just to get into the World Financial Center. And then I would kind of like sneak up into the towers, which was like if you had. If you could, if you had an appointment up there, then you could go cold call the whole building. But that was, I mean, like that was how free it was back then because that building had already been the uh, attacked by a terrorist event, a real or fake one, I don't know. And so that was the toughest building to get into. But once you got in there, you were like, okay, this is like free reign. So you would just go up and down the buildings. And I remember calling on Canner Fitzgerald, which was the, the like really cool brokerage house that was completely destroyed in 9-11. I just remember them being very, very kind. And I had a business card from them. I wish I kept it. Um, and then, you know, um, then for God's grace, by God's grace, I was not in there. Uh, I had left New York, but I had left New York, but I had been back for a wedding or for something. So I was back in the city like a month before that downtown. And I just... I was just just there, and then I was not there. I was in Florida when the actual event took place. So by the grace of God, um, you know, I've just always had a hand pushing me in the right direction everywhere, including the hand that pushed me into Texas right now. And I'm so grateful for that. I, that was a tangent, but I think it was a good one. And that the 9-11, so I haven't really been able to look at that, but I, now I totally believe that that was an inside job. And so... You know, it's just this back to back to back. Everything evil that's happened in this in this country has been via the deep state to keep their keep themselves in power. And also, the kicker to all this, the kicker to this, is that it's a at the highest levels. I, I hope I'm praying it's not throughout, but I'm, I, I think it is at the highest level. There's there's um, there's uh, satanic rituals involved with pedophilia, and there's all kinds of we're seeing that there's all kinds of child trafficking arrests being happening right now uh, that are kind of like on the low key, but they're absolutely happening at a record clip. And I'm, 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 uh, that was the tough part to wrap my head around, but that explains it all. That would explain the Russian hoax. That would explain this Corona hoax. It's, it is, they are doing everything they possibly can so that those secrets will not be revealed and that they, and that those people will not receive justice. And here's the deal. It's biblical. They will receive justice. And so that's basically the Q narrative and everything that Q has said, he, you know, he might've been early. He might've been Oh, okay. So this is how it fits into the present situation: is that that milit the military was like the one, the the U.S. military, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines was the one place where it was not um, infiltrated to, to to any degree because military hires from within and they're soldiers, they're actual fighters, and the deep state are not fighters; they're civilians generally that get get into the CIA or they get into the FBI, they get placed. But in the military, you, you, you have to kind of rise through because you were, uh, you were able to pick up your gun and, and fight and, and fight with your fellow, with your brothers in arms. And so there's an authentic, genuine realness to it. And so the military has been for years trying to take out this deep state and been unsuccessful. They were on the cusp 
of just doing a military takeover. But if they did that, like if they took out Obama, like it might not have worked because the the people would not have supported it and you need the support of the people. So they took the path of finding someone who got it, who understood and who could get elected. And that person was Donald Trump. I always knew that Donald Trump wasn't going to run unless he knew he would win. He would never run unless he knew we win. But I think they recruited him a long time ago, and they told him, we're going to give you all the resources you need and all the backing you need, and we have this one mission, and that's to dismantle this deep state. And so Q is the, the psychological or the communications, the media component, the storytelling, the narrative setting component of this mission, which is succeeding and succeeding and firing in all cylinders as we see Obamagate and the unmasking scandal is the first step. That's the first step. It's only the tip of the spear, that thing, but it's happening right now. So grab your popcorn. It's an amazing time to be alive. And so my job is not only doing the things that I've always done, which is help people with their emotional state and their mind state and their their spirituality, their higher power, and also in helping them in their meditation practice. It's also it's also learning very much about what's actually going on right now in this moment, and then helping them see that and helping them make that big jump to understand that evil does exist in the world, but there is a plan and it is good and it is succeeding right now in this moment, hopefully giving people more peace of mind and telling them to be patient because this, this thing has to be unraveled in the right way. And, you know, Q is real and Q is telling us it's so deep and it's so awful that it, it needs, the people need time to see, the people need time to see. And so what God does and what the military and Trump have done is they've, they always turn things for good. They turn things for good. So the deep state came at, first they came at Trump with the Russian hoax, a total hoax, which is, was, was actually a trap. It was a trap that was set so they would commit all these crimes, which, is, which are being uncovered right now. Then they came at, came at you with this virus hoax, which is unraveling right now. And, you know, we were like, how are you going to make that, turn that to good? And they did it by just exactly what the blue state leaders are doing to their people. They are just t- doing everything they can to destroy their, 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 their people. And they have orders, right? So it's just like they just, they're just taking orders from the shadow government, which has been run by Barack Obama since the election. And so... It's just nasty, 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 but that's what it takes. Do you get it? So they turned it for good. God turned it for good. And so if California wasn't in the state that California was in right now, which is uh, like, you know, generally a blue state, but I've said before and I've said in the past, I think it's more 50-50, but now it's entirely red because, or not entirely red, but like 75 probably percent red right now. And that's, we need to get that even more and and this is this whole story with Q and, and, and why my job now, my mission now is so important is it requires, the whole point of Q is it requires to have the hearts and minds of the people be won over and unbrainwashed for the forces of good, you know, knowing that you're not going to get a third, knowing you're not going to get a third of them, but if you can get two thirds of them and you have them 
with you for the forces of good, then then you can start on showing people the real, ugly, brutal truth. That's why this podcast is so appropriately named for this moment, because you're about to get some brutal truths and some of you will be ready for it to the extent that maybe you've you've gotten this understanding that I've been describing or not. And if you're not ready, it's going to be brutal, brutal, and it's coming and it's coming very fast and coming at you very soon. So get ready. The job though of the people though, it's like you have to you have to, if you're in California, you have to not comply. You have to not play along. You have to take a stand. You have to protest. You have to open your store. You have to do the thing, the hard thing, to show other people that you're willing to do the hard thing and stand up. That's why I say your grandkids will ask you what you did, what you did. And I'm telling you, if you open your store and they shut it down or they find you or they arrest you, you have a multi-million dollar lawsuit. And that's why we're trying to put a team together to start opening restaurants, to float some restaurants a little longer and then just have them open. And I will come back and I will get arrested with you and we can, you know, and we can then countersue and make millions. But more, more importantly than the money, more importantly than, the, than that is that we took a stand and we, we led, we led. And the real problem with, with California right now is low testosterone. There's not enough carnivores. People, like there's not enough men really ready to take that stand. Doesn't mean you have to get arrested, but you do have to kind of like take a stand and tell and say, this is, I'm not going to play into this narrative. I am not going to wear a mask. I will not wear a mask and I will wear a mask if I'm going into a private store that requires me to wear a mask and I want to go in that store. But more likely than not, I'm going to say, I don't want to go in that store. I don't want to go in that restaurant, but they're not even open yet. So you can't even do that at this point. But if you're running outside, definitely don't wear a mask. It's evil. It's very unhealthy to do that. It's causing all kinds of problems for you uh, internally, health-wise, emotional-wise, and it's causing all kinds of social issues. It's a psychological experiment to destroy the, the entire city of LA right now. And from what the destroyer told me, it's day one, it seems to be working. But there's enough people that are, that are not buying it and don't play along. And if you play along, you're going to know that for the rest of your life and you're going to be weak for the rest of your life. Do not play along. Do not comply. Be strong. I know it's easier for me to say because I've been out of California for a month. I just saw it coming. I saw it coming. I did what I needed to do. I was going through some other stuff that, that, that I would have, if I had to be in California while I was going through it, it would have been very, very difficult for me. But I am strong and I'm coming back. I feel as strong as ever and I have a lot of faith. And what, I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to announce it right here. My, my mission, my real mission is I'm going to build his church. I'm going to build a church in California that would not be afraid to open, that would not be afraid to, that would never buy into something like this ever again, and that would have the courage of our convictions to come and worship together, just like any, everyone should worship together. That is an inalienable right, inalienable rights codified into the Constitution that was never, ever meant to be taken away for any reason at all. Inalienable means there's no law that supersedes it. In fact, that, that right of freedom supersedes anything, even the Constitution. But it's in our Constitution. So I'm going to build a church. 
I'm actually not going to build a church. We're going to build a church, his church. He's going to build a church, his church. And using me as a conduit, that's what's happening in Los Angeles. And one that is not afraid, not afraid to open and to resist tyranny and resist evil and resist Satan, all its purposes. We do not just go along. We do not just comply. That is not the point. That is no faith. And I had a crisis of faith recently, and Bay pointed it out to me. She said, you don't have faith. And I said, oh my God, you are correct. And I found it. I found it. I heard all the right things. I, got, went, to, I went to church down here. I got the right pastor at the right moment and the right time, and now I have it. And unshakable faith means you are not afraid that's the life that we want to live in cowboy America is that we live our life with no fear or we have the fear, but we go anyways. And we live a principled life based on freedom, love for each other, love for country and honesty, the brutal truth. And the brutal truth is it's time to step up and stand up for yourself, for your brothers, for your sisters, for your country, for America and for your kids and your grandkids because they will ask you, what did you do in this moment? This is Cowboy America. This is the Brutal Truth Podcast. Stand up. We'll talk to you tomorrow.